Make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Hello, and welcome to Let's Sip and Talk. We had a few technical difficulties. I do apologize about that, but we're back. You guys, today... Thursday, almost the weekend. Remember what I tell everybody. Hey, if you work on the weekend, thankfully you have a job. So today we have on a special guest, Brian Maxwell. Their knuckle boxing, boxing, a lot of things. So I'm excited to hear his journey and hear what he got to tell us. Brian, thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing fairly well. Thank you for, for having me. Of course. And thank you patient with me with this technology issue but we can't get upset about things we have no control over right i know that's right all right so brian um tell us a little about yourself um well i'm brian maxwell i'm a, a mixed martial artist a boxer a, a bell knuckle fighter a muay thai fighter and uh a, a brazilian jiu-jitsu grappler and a wrestler I'm, I'm all kinds of things when it comes to the to the fight game <laughs> that's amazing that's like wowing that means you got like you're pretty strong huh <laughs> i i try to be at the the best of my abilities yeah, 
So, Brian, how did you get started? Um, how did you know that you wanted to become a boxer or, you know, a shizitsu? If I'm saying that right, I probably messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you wanted to do that um you know it, it's basically pretty simple i got i got interested in it in, in college i uh was uh in my dorm room with my roommates and uh we had just got out of wrestling practice and uh you know one of my roommates was like i'm about to turn on the ufc fights and uh i didn't know what the ufc was back then so i didn't watch nothing that really involved with the UFC or nothing, I only watched boxing on TV a little bit every once in a while when Floyd Mayweather fought or or somebody of that caliber fought. But you know, he turned on the UFC fights, and uh, Anderson Silva happened to be the main event, and you know that that, that sparked my interest because you know I, I seen I seen his swag and how he moved with this in this fight, and it I was like, man, this is pretty interesting. And then after that, I was hooked. And the more and more I watched, you know, the UFC fights, I started, you know, after, sometimes after wrestling practice, I'd get on YouTube and, you know, look up what you have to do to to be in the UFC and, you know, w what backgrounds a lot of those guys have. So, you know, wrestling being a great, great background, I was like, man, I, I think I'm interested in trying this one day. So, <clears throat> so after I got out of college, you know, I, two years went by and, you know, you know, I live live life a little bit, you know, because life after college, you know, you, you're still trying to, you know, either get a, a good ass job or figure out what you want to do with yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, so for about two years, you know, I dabbled and dabbled in life. I worked and partied with my friends a lot and hung out with my friends a lot. And then it's about that time that you know I found out I, I I had a son on the way, and I was like, man, I gotta. <laughs> you know, shoot, pass, and dribble right now. Time for the assist. I got to I gotta do something with myself. And, you know, fighting was what I wanted to, to try. And I just happened to be scrolling through the internet. And I seen that a, a local, well, it used to be a local promotion was having a fight card like two hours away from here. So, you know, I clicked on the website and was looking at a couple of things. And I seen where you could sign up to, to be selected to fight on the fight card. So I was like, you know what? Here's my chances. Here's my green light. So I went ahead and signed up for it. And, you know, two hours later, the promoter called me and was like, hey, bud, you know, I got a fight for you against a, a guy that's got a couple fights. And I was like, shit, I don't care. Let's let's do it. So I, I got my first fight lined up and, you know, it, it was game time after that. You know, I started looking for gyms to train at. And at first I couldn't find a gym to train at. So I you know, I was like, you know what, I could, you know, I wrestled in high school and in college, you know, so I can just go to, you know, Planet Fitness and just get back in shape, start lifting and running and doing my cardio and stuff. So, you know, in the midst of that, like three weeks into training for that fight, uh, I met this guy at the gym. Uh, this may sound weird, but I think it was by faith. You know, he had like a an MMA shirt on with sponsors on the back. And I, you know, I kind of noticed that from what the UFC guys were wearing. At first I thought he was a UFC guy and I said, Oh shit, it's a UFC guy in here. I ain't never seen him on their roster before, but you know, I uh, ended up walking up to him and was like asking him, does he train mixed martial arts? And, you know, he let me know that, you know, he was a, a pro fighter and I was like, Oh shit, that's cool as hell. And, uh, 
you know, we exchanged, you know, social media stuff and uh, I hit him up and, you know, he brought me to the boxing gym to where he was training at. So, you know, I trained, I trained there for a couple of weeks and, you know, I, it, it wasn't really too much my thing. So I was like, I'd rather just use my wrestling and use whatever this little bit of basics of boxing that I learned from here in my fight. And luckily I got to fight day and I knocked the guy out in 25 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Hello, Melvin. Thank you for tuning in. So I have a question. You mentioned that, you know, when you on TV, you know, you kind of did a little bit of research to kind of see what their background was. What did you find out, if you don't mind sharing? Like, what are some of the things that you found out for the ones that may be interested in, you know, boxing or UFC, MMA or what have you? What are some of the things that you, you found out by doing some research? Uh, I definitely find out that you have to be in a gym and be around people that definitely know what they're talking about and know what they're doing. Because at first, at first, like I said, I, I just... You know, I met this guy and we went into a boxing gym to a well-known boxing gym in this area called Champs G Boxing Gym. And, you know, at the time, you know, I, I was end up I was like paying like twenty five dollars a day to train. And at that time, it was kind of hard because I had a newborn son. So I'm, you know, buying Pampers and and formula almost every day and, you know, paying twenty five dollars a day to train somewhere. Especially, yeah, yeah, it adds up, especially when when you ain't making that much money at that point in time in my life, but you know, it was a struggle, but you know, I got through it, but you definitely got to find the gym, be around good people, have awesome training partners and, you know, never get up and st stick to the ground because it's fun, but this, this stuff is not easy at all. <laughs> it's definitely not easy. Sure. <laughs> but like, I know, you know, you win some, you lose some, you get what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And, and I hate to ask you this, but how was that first time when, you know, maybe someone got the best of you? How did that, how did you feel mentally? What did that do for you? Or that just made you come stronger? The first time that I ever lost, I, after my first fight, I end up, uh, I don't, I don't know how this promoter even found me, but he found me on, on Facebook and it was either, yeah, he found me on Facebook or, or, or he got the information from another promoter or something, but he found me. Yeah, it was Facebook. He found me on Facebook and was like, you want to fight in two weeks? And I was like, shit, hell yeah. Because, you know, it, that first fight, you know, I, you know, it was a breeze, 25 second knockout. So, you know, I didn't have any injuries. I wasn't sore. And, you know, I was still in, in good shape. I didn't like after that first fight, I didn't go back to, you know, just chilling and chilling and taking time out. I wanted more. But, you know, that second, within that second fight, the week of the fight, I had got sick and I caught the flu. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not the type of person to pull out of a fight or don't give up on something or, or, or call out per se. And I was like, man, I got the flu. I don't know if I should do, still do this fight. And then the, the, the competitiveness in me was like, you know what? You got the flu. Oh, well, suck, suck, suck it up. We're going to fight. So, you know, I end up driving two, two and a half hours away. And, you know, I got there. I felt like crap the whole ride there. I felt like crap weighing in. I felt like crap after I ate. And I was like, uh, I had that second thought in the back of my head. Man, we, we might as well just go ahead and quit. 
then I, then I told myself again, no, we're not going to quit. We were just going to go in there. You know, this should, you know, me thinking at that point in time, this should be easy, you know, go in there, beat them up real quick, get this dub. Well, that didn't happen. Like, as soon as I got literally in the cage, like, I don't know what it was, but I could not breathe for shit. Like, like it's like, like I lost all my air in my lungs and everything. But now I continued to fight. It was a good, decent little fight. And then I got caught. I got I got clipped on my chin and and I fell and I, that 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 was it out of me I I was done but I got I got up within two seconds and you know they called the fight and I'm not gonna say the guy got the best of me but you know I I end up losing that fight and I'm I I really can't make no excuse that I had the flu but I did have the flu and you know it is what it is at that point I'm still here today still yeah. fighting. And, and that that guy who got who got the best of me that night, it hasn't fought in in years. <laughs> so do you think like um and God forbid you know you get ill again, but would you listen to your body the next time and just not fight, pull out if you had to, or you still gonna go in that ring? Nah, bump that. I I would I would go in there if I was on my deathbed in a hospital bed. I I I'd, I'd find a way. I would pull out. You said you would go in. Yeah, I'd find a way to to make myself presentable and not look sick and, and go in there like this is. I, I tell the people around me and I also tell my son that, you know, this is what I what I've been put here to do is fight. Once I got in, I've been I've been an athlete all my life. I've played sports my whole just about my whole life. And, you know, I feel felt like combat sports was my thing you feel what i'm saying so like i said if i got sick and i was on my deathbed i would find my way up out that hospital even on my deathbed deathbed make myself presentable and head to the fight i wouldn't even tell nobody i was on my deathbed i'd i'd still show up <laughs> dedicated how old is your son if you don't mind me asking my son is 10 years old going on 25 but he'll I be 11 he'll be 11 in july um is he following your footsteps is that something he do uh, he he wants to. He's actually what time is? It? He's actually at wrestling practice right now. So, you know, he's super he's super interest interested in it. And you know, he was actually supposed to have his very first kickboxing fight like two months ago, and you know, his opponent backed out because so of some personal reasons. But yeah, it's it's what he wants him to do, wants to do. I don't really want him to do it, but you know, yeah. I gotta su support him. And everything that he does, but yeah. I think it's hard for a parent to actually, even though, you know, we may do it, but to actually see your child out there, you know, and stuff that has to be hard. Like, how did people watch you? You know, like, ugh, I don't even like to watch stuff like that on TV. I don't, <laughs> goodness. I mean, coming from my perspective, even though I don't want him to do it, but you know, he wants to do it, it's fun because I, I like, I like the, the, how competitive he is because sometimes I'll look at his face at wrestling practice because I'm one of his coaches too at wrestling practice and like the the to see him scrapping and being competitive it it's like it's it's awesome because it, it reminds me of me at at that wishing that I was able to be able to scrap and stuff like that at at that early age because I didn't really get to start doing you know really combat sports or anything like with martial arts or, or wrestling until I was like 13 so yeah.
like it's wonderful but with him fighting I, like I, I i like the coaching standpoint also like like when i've done and over everything's done and over with that's that's what i'm going to do i'm going to coach full time right and, and just live life because you know that's what i like to do absolutely other, other than fighting other than fighting you only get one life so live life you know you're already doing your passion you know so mm -hmm. you enjoy life you know while you're at it so yeah, and oh go ahead i'm sorry yeah it's, it's something it's something that you know like i said when it said and done it it's something that i'm not going to say i have to do but i'm going to say that i'm going to have to do because without this sport or being a sports in general i don't know what i would do about so <laughs> And, and, you know, like you said, you feel like you were placed here to do it. So it's not really a job or anything if that's something you really, really like to do. Mm -hmm. So something I ask all the guests that come on, you know, for like the little Brian's out there, or even your son, you know, how would you motivate them to move forward in this journey if they were a little skeptical? They were kind of scared, maybe scared of the hits, the kicks. I don't know, just to go out there. How would you motivate them to do something that you know they want to do? I mean, first and foremost, this, this is this is it's fun, but it's not fun. And, you know, a lot of people are skeptical when they first start. I was skeptical because, you know, watching people, I've never been kicked before, before I started. I've never been, you know, choked out either. But I literally my like I said earlier, my very first fight, like my nerves were through the freaking roof it was like it was like i was wrestling all over again and my nerves were shot i was sitting there walking i wasn't i didn't even sit down the whole day i walked around you know like literally the whole day when i should have just been resting like i walked around like i didn't sit down until after literally after my fight on the car ride home like but to the motivation is man if you really really want to do it even though it's skeptical you might be scared try it you got one life to live. You can never be afraid to try something, you know, like you can, you can, it can be a good experience or it can be a bad experience, You but you will never know until you try it. Like I tell my son all the time, it, it, I don't care if you go out there and wrestle and, and lose. I don't care if you go out there and win. You got the experience. You got to try it. You done what you wanted to do. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, it's motivating. Like last weekend, he won his very first tournament. He's been to two tournaments. Well, last weekend was his third tournament. His first tournament, you know, he got smacked with with some adversity. It was his very first tournament, and he went to the state tournament. And that's like the biggest thing here in Virginia. And, you know, he didn't win a single match. Understandable. Second tournament, you know, he pushed a little bit harder in practice. And he, he made the matches harder for somebody to beat him, but he still lost. And then last weekend, you know, he actually won his first tournament. He beat a kid uh, six to four, and then he pinned another kid. And he had an overall great tournament last weekend, and he got first place. So now now he's like, he's just been walking around with his little chest poked out this week and talking junk. And, yeah, he's definitely motivated right now. And he's actually got a wrestling tournament uh this weekend that he's doing too so so that that's gonna be fun kudos to him that's good to know and good that he you know a lot of people like okay i lost i want to give up you know, and things of that sort so let me ask you brian how do you prepare 
how do you prepare for a fight night? Like, what do you do to get yourself, you know, ready? <laughs> I, when when the promoters, you know, hit me up and or the promotion that I'm actually signed to, uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, or or a different promotion hits me up, you know, hopefully that they hit me up in ample time and give me six to eight weeks to get ready for the fight. So within that six to eight weeks, you know, I change my diet. I go from eating junk food and drinking sodas to cutting that off completely and go, uh, first things first, I, I change my diet right, right then and there. The first week is always the hardest because, you know, I'm weaning myself off the junk food and, you know, starting to drink more water and, and my lemonades and my teas and, and stuff to, you know, basically flush my body out and, you know, get my body in fight shape. I stay in shape all the time, but I don't stay, not going to say fight shape, but yeah. I stay in shape all the time. It's just, you know, when I usually walk around at 220 pounds and I have to cut to 185 pounds. So first things first, like I said, it's always changing my diet. And then, you know, I'll sit down with one of my coaches and we'll talk about a game plan what we're going to work on this fight camp and, you know, I give them a, the name of my opponent. And, you know, after that it's game time. I spend, like I said, six to eight weeks of doing nothing but training either six to seven days a week, or I might take two days off during the week to, to relax, to, to let my body heal after a hard week, or I'll just, you know, stay on the grind. Like I literally constantly training regardless. And yeah, whether, whether I'm just doing straight boxing I'll work on my boxing and, of course, my cardio and all that good stuff. But if I'm doing MMA, I'm working on my jiu-jitsu, my wrestling, of course, my my uh, boxing and my, my Muay Thai and everything that goes along with that. And, you know, it's like I said, this game, it's fun, but it's not fun because you got to put in a lot of work. <laughs> Imagine. Have you ever had to actually compete against – you know, because being in the industry, I'm pretty sure you run across people. You probably, you know, y'all get along. I don't know. But have you ever had a opponent that you were actually cool with, you know, that y'all actually liked each other? Or it doesn't matter. Like, once it's, it's time, it's time. Uh, my, my thing is, I do not like no opponents. Once I find out who my opponent is, if we have talked in the past or came across each other or something at the fights or something. Once I get your name in the contract and the promoter tells me who I'm fighting, I don't like you. I don't like you on social media. I don't like you in person. I don't like you at weigh-ins. I don't like you on fight day. I don't like you until the fight is over and we shake hands. If that, you feel what I'm saying? Cause especially when, when I first started fighting, I didn't like nobody at all. I didn't even like my training partners because I F, Cause I, at first I didn't know them because, you know, I was new to the, the area that I live in. I didn't know nobody in the mixed martial arts game. So I was like, you know, I, I am who I am. I don't like y'all. I don't know y'all. I'm going to try to break you at practice or at training. And I, I don't, I don't fuck with y'all like that. So every time I see you, it's, we're, we're scrapping you feel what I'm saying. And, you know, I end up building, you know, I end up building healthy relationships with those guys once I got to know them. But, you know, when it comes to opponents, I do not like opponents. The, the name I get, the time I get your name until the end of the fight, I don't like you. We have beef. We got something to settle. We, we got to, we got to scrap it out. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like living with having a bunch of brothers. 
y'all don't like each other, but y'all love each other at the same time, and y'all are always scrapping, but y'all don't like each other until you scrap. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? That was a good question, Primo. Pound it back because I didn't expect that response. So <laughs> that's funny, though. I thought you were going to say, yeah, you know, we're cool. You know, we'll chop it up. But now, once you get that name, that's it. You ready. Yeah, I mean, I actually had this this guy one time. Uh, it was a, it was probably one of my biggest MMA fights ever because he fought on a very super big promotion, Bellator MMA. And, you know, I, I respected the guy. And, you know, at, at one point in time in, here in Virginia, I was – him and me were probably the most two feared 185 fighters in the whole state because I had most titles on this side of Virginia and – he had, you know, a couple titles for a promotion that that I wanted to fight for, but they would never, you know, take, you know, accept the fight because I, I posed a threat and they want he's a hometown guy to there. So they want of course they wanted him to be champion. But you know, I end up getting into the mode of my mode of when I first started fighting. I don't like nobody. I don't like him, even though I got respect for him. I don't like him. So me and one of my training partners, he had a fight on that promotion so at the the event uh, i carried it out i uh you know i ended up calling the guy out at the event and, and started some a little bit of a beef and then it blew over and nobody talked about it and then you know my local promotion was like here's a list of names who do you want to fight and i was like man i don't like to pick and choose so yeah, you tell me who you want me to fight and his name came up and i was like yeah bet that's <laughs> I'll fight him. We got beef. I don't like him. I'm not going to respect him or like him again until after the fight. So, yeah. Wow. I, end up winning, I end up winning that fight in 58 seconds. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's amazing. So, Brian, is there anything, because I don't want to hold you too long, you know, but is there anything that you would like to put out there in the universe that we did not speak about this evening? I mean, you can keep asking me questions. I do this all the time. I, I'm I'm down for anything when it comes to questions. You feel what I'm saying? But you know, the 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 universe, you know, basically knows a lot about me now more than they did before. Just for the simple fact that you know, I I ended up doing something that that was a dream, and it ended up happening. I fought on a Floyd Mayweather card, and I ended up fighting my my idol Chad Ochocinco Johnson on the same night, which was super crazy but mad fun and you know that for people that don't know but actually do know that that's something that's one of my biggest accomplishments so far and you know i'm still reaping the benefits and all the good stuff from that so so yeah so anything else you got to ask me i'm down to answer it so you when you first see you know, you were watching it on tv like do you ever do you ever relive that moment like i like the what ifs, but have you ever thought about like, what if you didn't pursue it? What if you didn't watch it? What if you wasn't there? Because I feel like everything happens for a reason, but you, do you ever go back and question it? Like, what would you be doing if you said you don't know? Like if you would have been sitting there and seeing this on TV. Man, I, I honestly, like I do think about it because, you know, at that point in time, when I first started watching it, I was a college student. I was a college wrestler. You know, I, I had no worries in the world. I didn't know. I was in college to, to study mechanical engineering and, and sports therapy. And I didn't really know if I really wanted to do that. That was just something that I just signed up for because it it, it was interesting. And, 
you know, when I, like I said, when I first start watching the fighting and stuff, like I, I was at the point where I didn't know if I really wanted to do what I was in college for, uh, if I wanted to wrestle for the rest of my life, I don't, I didn't know what to do. You feel what I'm saying? But, but when I got out of college, I still didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. So, you know, like, like you said, everything happens for a reason and just so happens, you know, I, everything, you know, fell into place and here we are 10, 10 years later and later. I'm still going at it and with, with plenty of life left in my body to do it. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, and you don't have to answer this question, but if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 34 years old, even oh. though nobody, nobody ever believes me. Like my mom still doesn't believe me to this day that I'm 34 and she's my mom. <laughs> like it, it's crazy. That's what I want to ask because wow, you know, to know that you're still in shape, you're still doing it. You know, our kids, you know, because my youngest is 13. They think we're just so old. You see what right. I'm saying? Like, to be able to still be out there moving like the young ones. Have you had to fight someone that's actually way younger than you? Actually, actually, no. No? So Nobody that's been, like, like, way younger than me. Maybe just a couple years younger and i fought guys older than me but i haven't fought nobody no less than maybe four or five years younger than me okay I was at any given time okay 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 well i really enjoyed you today brian i really really did um thanks for an answering all of these questions i had it's very intriguing in the industry that you're in so i appreciate you coming on let's sip and talk with freema so you enjoy the rest of your evening have a great day, a great weekend, you know, um, and kudos to you. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Uh, um, any, anytime you want to have me on again, just let me know and I'm down for it. Oh, I'm gonna hold you to it. I'm gonna make sure if Alan, if Alan don't hear this, I'll make sure he know Brian said he'll come on anytime. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, just, you know, let me know something. We can schedule something and we can, we can lock it in and get it done. Definitely. And Virginia's not that far from me. I'm in South Carolina. So, hey, you never know. I might can come catch a fight one day or something. I don't know. We have to, we have to figure it out. Yeah, I fight, I fight all over the place. I'm usually in Florida fighting and, or wherever they send me. <laughs> but, mainly I'm, but mainly I'm usually always in Florida fighting. Oh, I do have one more quick question. So yes, I know, you know if the promoter contacts you, you hope to have like six to eight weeks. Have they ever contacted you when you didn't have that long, like maybe like two weeks or, hey, we want you out here in a week? And would you do it? You know? I actually did last year for the for the first time in my pro career last year in February. You know, I was getting, you know, I was chilling, relaxing, you know, in the gym as always. And I got an offer for my pro boxing debut on two weeks notice. Mm. And. I was like, I, I had to think about it. I did have to think about it at first because, you know, like I said, I'm not the type of person to really take short notice fights like that, especially being a, a professional. And I had to cut cut a significant amount of weight in two weeks to to even, you know, make the weight for the fight. And, uh, you know, it happened. And, you know, I said, you know what, uh, I'm, you stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So. You know, I, I was already, you know, on it. So all I had to do was really cut the weight. So I took it on two weeks notice and 
I would do it. I would do it again. You know, long as the money right and and the and the timing's right. You feel what I'm saying? Got you. So have you? I know you mentioned you know you had to cut weight, and I don't even know if this is possible. But have you ever had to gain weight to be in the right weight range for one of the opponents? Actually, I actually had to do that. My eighth, my seventh or eighth amateur fight, because you know I usually I was you know, fighting at 205 at that point in time, I had cut my weight and my opponent, he was an ex-professional, uh, ex-semi-pro football player. And, you know, he's a, he was a big-ass dude. And, you know, the first time we fought, he made weight. But the second time, he had some health problems and couldn't make the weight. So he, the weight limit was 206.1. And he was weighing still, like, 225 pounds so they told me in order to be able to fight you know i had to gain at least 10 more pounds to to be classified as a heavyweight so basically what i did in between you know weighing in and and, and fight time i literally went to subway i ate three meatball subs and i drank a gallon of water and that that was my 10 pounds right there but and i weighed in with all my clothes on and I actually had to fight at heavyweight for for a title. We had to fight for a title. So, yeah, that, that was crazy because I had to gain that weight. And I was like, so I'm glad there was time for the food, that that food coma to basically wear off between weigh-ins and the fight because I was full, full as hell from <laughs> having to do all that to even make that weight. And all this was in one setting? Like, okay, I'm going to Subway and I'm eating three meatballs up. Yeah, it was that was in one one setting because, you know, we we found out day of fight because I didn't see him at weigh-ins because the weigh-ins was the day before, and you know I I stepped on the scale ended up weighing like two oh four, and you know we waited around for him to show up and I was like, oh man, my first time fighting in my hometown, and my opponent doesn't show up. Well, there goes all the tickets that I sold. Here goes my fight. Yeah. And, you know, so we left and, you know, the promoter called me and told me, you know, my opponent is still going to fight. But it was kind of shysty when we got there the second day for, for fight day. You know, they that's when they told me that. And I was like, ah, oh, man, some, some bull stuff. So, you know, I did what I had to do just because I'm competitive. And, you know, it was my hometown. Like I was literally fighting in the, the gym that I spent my whole high school wrestling career in wrestling and, you know, winning or losing in, in front of my hometown crowd. So now I ended up beating that guy in like, I think it was a minute, 25 seconds for the second time that we fought. So, you know, I, I was gracious for it and I was happy about it, even though I had to gain that weight. <laughs> you probably don't ever want to see another meatball. So <laughs> matter of fact, actually, I probably haven't eaten one maybe, but, one or two since then and that's been like like seven eight years ago <laughs> wow i love your drive i really do your dedication um april said looking for big things to come when is the next fight um definitely got some some things on the horizon um my next fight will probably be either in july maybe august but possibly in june i'm uh actually got contacted by by the the promotion that I'm signed to that you know I'm going to be going 
fighting on the other other promotion that's part of that promotion and i'm going to be fighting on that at some point and i think it's going to be in july or august but i also got a fight offer to possibly maybe fight on the the jake paul fight card this summer in august so i don't know we'll we'll see how that goes yeah so so you got got a lot of big things coming and you know i got some nft stuff that's going to be dropping here soon with one of the uh with one of my sponsors that i work with and you know a lot of a lot of big things coming this year you know i just had my very first fight of the year love it love it and you know the year's not over yet and there's still more things to come so so we're 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 on a, a decent path to finish out 2022 strong Yep, finish it up strong. Finish it up strong. I'm glad to have met you. I really appreciate it. And yes, April, I agree. I'm ready to watch as well. Um, can't wait. It's gonna be probably hard to watch, but hey, you know, I'm gonna get my support. <laughs> <if> I... <laughs> well, Brian, I thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. We will definitely be in touch. We definitely would have to do, you know, another segment sometime in the future. So we'll definitely keep in touch. And as we always say on Let's Sip and Talk with Prima, peace and love. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Brian. I You're welcome.